Oh, fuck. That was the <laughs> wrong thing. Why did I even do that? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh. What? I didn't do that. <sighs> Moaned for no reason. <laughs> Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi, we're We're Quinn and we're Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions, passions, and and love. love. For each other. Hmm, very musical. Yeah. Hmm. Speaking of musicality, one of my most musical friends, Becca, is. And Becca, I actually have a surprise for you as we start today's podcast. Stop. What? So I was making tea downstairs after Mama Mauer. And I was like, my usual mug that I use, it's like my hyper fixation, like comfort mug, was in the dishwasher. And so I was okay. like, huh, what mug should I use? And then I saw one. And I was like, that actually reminds me so much of my friend Becca and like her cause and what she's like up to all the time. So I got this one because um, <laughs> you love rainbows and shit. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank exactly. You. So love wins. A, for those of you, Aww. for those of you listening, it's a white mug with a rainbow on it and it says love wins. Um, and I got it because sure I wanted does. to show my allyship towards Becca because I realized that she's, you know, one of them little fruity. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I just wanted to I just wanted to recognize her and I wanted to stand with her most importantly. And I thank you two months before Pride. Yeah. And I, well, it's good I, to just clear that up. Yeah. And I don't, I don't just believe that love wins. I believe that love is love, too. So. <sighs> That's all we really need from allies Literally. everywhere. So I thank you. I thank you. Pride month? More like pride year, baby. I think yeah. it should be. Go and buy those mugs. Go and I buy love those my gaze so much. Literally. Exactly. My gaze. When Target comes out with their pride collection, I'm in those aisles. Like, <laughs> what can Spending I... Spending Where am I going? Literally. On <laughs> two items for this Target. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. One pillow, one shirt. <laughs> literally, I won't use the pride binder, but I'll buy it in solidarity. Thank you. I love it. Well, thank you. Yeah, of course. Of course. I love this for you whenever I can. Yeah. Um, but Becca, what has actually been going on this week? <laughs> I asked as if I don't know. <laughs> well, it's crazy because like, I think you do because like... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like I saw you this week. Guys, Becca and I <laughs> did something radical and we actually spent time together as friends in real life. It it was crazy. Literally. <laughs> yeah. And you we didn't even bring up posted... the podcast once. I don't think we did. I think it was a nice break. We weren't yeah. even like yeah. We weren't we t- on work mode. We did post a picture on the podcast Instagram for any of our astute observers. Well, of course. On yeah. the story. Mm-hmm. Um, um in the throes of karaoke literally <laughs> yeah where we found so ourselves we multiple that. times this weekend yes 
basically the whole weekend. Yeah, basically. it's karaoke themed. <laughs> karaoke. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Becca, what what were you even up to even? Well, first of all, the big thing, the big reason, which I had been looking forward to for months, uh-huh. it was going to be you and I's second time seeing Caroline together. Mm-hmm. And so we did the just that. We saw Caroline Polachek perform once again. Yes, that weird girl. Um, Yeah, that freak. Um, <laughs> we love her. We love Literally. her. But yeah. And I mean, so she always like kills it so... <laughs> She kills it so bad every time because she's just mm-hmm. so good. Um, but the venue this time, well, first of all, Quinn had a whole moment <laughs> trying to get his ticket pulled up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I like, guys, what am I, I hate about modernity. Like, why do we need usernames and passwords to literally everything ever? Yeah. Like, it's so it's exhausting. It's so like every time. Have you ever gone on a website and like you can't even look at their website without creating an account? Yeah. Oh, like shopping websites. Like ugh, they're usually like resellers. Like I was I was randomly looking at like shoes yesterday. It was on this um website and you couldn't even you couldn't even look at the listing without making an account first. It's despicable. It's rude. It's so, it's rude. like, I'm not going to give you my... I, I put in a fake-ass email, and I made a fake password. Yeah, and that's fine. So, JasmineMaster69, you're getting an email saying you're me <laughs> from that website. So, oh whoever owns that Gmail domain, <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. Good luck. Um, Best of luck to you. Literally. Uh, but, yeah. So, anyway, I bought my tickets through AXS, and I literally... I forget if I had checked that earlier that day or if I was on... T- I know I was on Ticketmaster earlier that day. But anyway, I checked it like within the past week, I'm going to say. And then we're in line. And so something else Becca and I did before we went to the concert is we actually got like pretty <laughs> stoned. Oh, guys, it happened so fast. Like, no, it was it was like, fine. I, and then it happened so fast. It, and I, I was scared. Yeah, no, we like uh, we were at my friend Kat's house. Shout out to Kat for letting yeah. us stay in her house with her all weekend. Thank you, Kat. And she was she offered us some of the wacky tobacco and mm-hmm. we partook. And for some reason, I, I didn't watch Becca do it. But like I, I partook as if. I partake regularly, which at this point I don't. Yeah. And I was just, yeah, I was just like, oh, I just forgot that for a second. And then I just took like two like healthy hits. And then I was like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, what did I just do? (laughs) I don't remember. Like on the way to dinner, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then sitting down at dinner, I don't remember saying anything. You were kind of quiet, but I was also because I was so scared. (laughs) I because I kept thinking about what I was gonna order for dinner and I kept laughing in it myself took... to my head. So I was like, no, I'm not and like it was it. way like the men like it was so challenging with the menu. I was, was so I couldn't hard. decide what I was gonna order either. And like we were sitting there, it felt like we were sitting there for like an eternity. Yeah, before exactly. the woman took our orders, it might have been five minutes really in the grand <laughs> so scheme true. of things. Um, it, no, time was molasses and my body was air. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah we were. Yeah, through dinner. Um, no, dinner did take a really long time because we got there at like a normal time. And then we were like 
I remember being like, oh, we might be late to this concert if we don't like right that immediately. Off. Yeah. Literally. So um yeah, we but then so we go to the concert. And so we're like starting to come down a little bit, but I or at least I am. Yeah. I'm right. starting to come down just a little bit, but like still kind of like in it. Um and then I go on to AXS where my ticket is, and it's like, oh, you have to log in. And I'm like, so this is the wrong thing to tell me. And <laughs> this was really rude. Yes, exactly. And so then I have to literally like reset my password in line, go on to my email, do all that. And then when I try to log into the account, with my new password, it's like, oh, we need you to verify your email. Even though I was literally just in my email recovering the password and like, do y'all Girl, remember that? Was a that? Mess. <laughs> what? No. A- I said, do y'all remember that? Literally. Like, no, but AXS is always like, they're so annoying. Every time I like log in, they're like, oh, no tickets for this account. And I'm <sighs> like, so then where are the tickets? Where is <laughs> where, the tickets? Yeah. Where is that ticket? But I ended up working it out that morning because I knew that that was probably going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. So, you know. It happened to my good friend, Quinn, but it could have been me. Yeah. And it was like such a mental challenge at that point in the night. I was like, I was about to fall apart. But anyway, yeah, we eventually ended up doing it. And then we went into the venue. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And sometimes concert venues like to do this. I don't get the whole like, I'm interested to understand what the difference is. Because like at this venue, we had to be in like a special area. Because Beck and I were like, oh, we're adults. What if we got a drink at the concert? Exactly, of course. And so we go, but they're like, you were in like a paddock if you want to drink. Yeah, like a gated. Yeah. We were living in the gated community. Like it was, but we weren't allowed out. Literally, yeah, exactly. And the bar was like under like a second story they had at the concert venue. And so you literally like it cut off like. The, my top my tall ass like the top of like caroline's like visual kind of set was like a little cut off yeah um and so i was like what is going on um yeah. but it's weird because so i've been to two venues in philly where that's been the case but then i've also been to other venues where it hasn't been the case so it's not like a city thing mm-hmm. but and yeah i've never experienced that elsewhere like we were talking about kesha Right. And at like the Anthem in DC, I did not have that experience either. No, I've never had that experience at a concert before. Yeah. I never have. Ever. When Becca and I went to see or not Becca, um Kat and I went to see Slater. Mm. That was the same thing. But that okay. one was like that one was worse because that was like in the back. Oh, the like, bar the was whole in the back. bar area was just in the back, so you like couldn't <laughs> That's really I mean weird. the venue was really small, but like, uh-huh. you know, it was like being in the back of it if you wanted to have a drink so um also about that bar i wanted a vodka water oh yeah this was and the woman (laughs) had the nerve she goes i have no water so i would have to charge you for a bottle of water which i knew would be like 12 dollars extra so i was like okay i'll just take the vodka then and she was like oh you you said that i didn't realize you said that yeah, I said I'll just take the vodka then. And that that's when she was like, You just want vodka? And I was like, sure, I'm just gonna take a shot of vodka. And she was like, Okay. I was like, oh my God. Why she didn't you do some... soda water? I just like 
I don't know. I just and I'm not victim like blaming. I'm not victim blaming. No, but... yeah, of course. I don't know. I just like I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just do a shot. Like, don't sure. mean much to me. But and then I proceeded to pour some of my tequila seltzer into Becca's, and that drink. was helpful. That was actually helpful to help so her out you. a little bit. Um, yeah, thanks so technically yeah. you knew. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then yeah, we watched the concert, and it was a grand old time. Caroline Polachek constantly raising the bar and doing it flawlessly exactly like guys the room when she plays bunny as a rider like electric electric yeah electricity actually don't act shocked though don't act shocked um <laughs> and it was like a very the crowd like indie concerts always like i have a premonition of my life that i'm gonna meet my immigrant partner at a concert of some kind I totally see that for you like, I feel like I, I get, like, premonitions of that every time I'm in a concert space. And maybe it's just because I always find people hot. Like, right. maybe it's just because all my fellow fan bases are, like, hot people. Um, yeah. Which could be true. Can't rule it out. Literally. Um, But, yeah, it was, like, the, again, visually, it was stunning. And mm-hmm. my favorite part, of course, because I was so gagged by the whole gate last tour when she did... um. Whoa, what song did she do? Oh, not door, not so hot. You're hurting my feelings. What's the other big one from Pang? Oh, Pang. Pang. <laughs> That's how there she track. goes. <laughs> there she goes. Um, when she did Pang, like whenever she would say Pang, like there would be a little flash of the gate. Yeah. As a reference to her last tour, which Beck and I also saw together. So I was like, whoa. <laughs> Loving that. Yeah. No, it was awesome though. Yeah, and she had this whole volcano. I assume she was on like a. It was a very ecological, like because the whole thing is like welcome to my island. Yeah, so the island does have volcanic activity. Yes, many um, different um sort of like geographies going on. Yes, there. it was erupting. It was it was there was a lot of activity going on on the island. Some dancing on the island. even. We haven't confirmed how large the island actually is. No, actually. Um, or, or its, its particular location. Yeah. yeah. Not mm-hmm. yet, at least. Not yet. I am on that case. Uh, just know that. Much like I'm looking, I'm looking for my Gaga own evidence. with January 6th, <laughs> Becca is looking for evidence of Caroline Polachek's island. It all comes back to Lady Gaga on January 6th. Let's just say that. <laughs> and guys, I did this happen like before we recorded last week? I don't know. But um, Lady Gaga has been appointed by Joe Biden to some kind of thing. And so Arts committee. <laughs> if she wasn't already emboldened in her search. Oh, baby. She oh. is. Now she could potentially get a raise. Literally. <laughs> exactly. Lead investigator. I don't think people know this about me, but if I wasn't a pop star, I would be a combat journalist, is what she yeah. so famously said. <laughs> right. And um, yeah. that's what we have to go off of at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's all we can do. It's all uh, we can do. But yeah. Yeah. What, what, um, I, I had one more thing to say about the concert. But what were you? Oh, every time Caroline spoke, she sang. Great. Every time she spoke, I did not understand a single word this woman said the whole time. Yeah, it could have been anything. It could I don't have been know if, anything. I don't know if it was the acoustics. I don't know if it. I had a processing issue from the amount of marijuana I consumed. Like I don't know <laughs> what it was. Yeah, but, no, I couldn't yeah. hear the girl. I couldn't hear the girl. Yeah, and so, um, I said to Quinn, "Thank God that." So last time she last tour when she sang parachute, she did like an eight minute story time vlog before mm-hmm. yeah. and it was so like she just didn't do that at all this time and I was like thank god because I wouldn't have heard a word yeah she and didn't have time it would have taken forever which yeah. is kind of weird 
it's kind of weird that she did that in retrospect because she just said what she says in the song but before she actually sings the song right exactly like, like it definitely wasn't parachute necessary. literally just takes you through and then i did this and then i did that and then she did the same thing for like eight minutes before she even sang it so yeah awesome that she worked out it's artistic growth um she took some notes she took some literally. notes yeah. yeah absolutely but yeah definitely go see her if you can literally always. yeah i might be going again when she's performing with ethel kane right that will truly be right. a game time decision because i just <laughs> bills are affected we're gonna have to see <laughs> the income i'm acting shocked not coming in. income yeah. is not coming in the bank all is it, closed all of it, all of the bank is closed for purposes it is, it's true for purposes. They confirmed <laughs> they confirmed. hector is not at the I, bank <laughs> oh quinn by the way i found out who hector is because <laughs> you like wouldn't tell me earlier oh really yeah i didn't know I, I... <laughs> what did you say I didn't know? I didn't know. No, I didn't know I wasn't telling you. I didn't know because I asked, okay, who is Hector? And you just went. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like semi-lucid the whole weekend. Like, I don't think I was truly, <laughs> I don't think I was truly in control of my actions the whole weekend. Oh, definitely me too. Also something I have to admit, my blood sugar was so high the whole time for some reason that I like couldn't really? crack the code on. So I felt <laughs> so much extra loopy but, oh my god becca but it's not anything that anyone could have helped me with mm. so you know why bring it up literally oh i was like wow well, let me just enjoy the damn weekend just enjoy and myself. call nick jonas later about this yeah literally <laughs> but it's oh. all good but anyway so that was the concert and then we met up right, with cat right. and my friend ian who's also in town for the weekend we went mm-hmm. to karaoke icons um, icons uh, icons icons did you do karaoke that? oh yes we did karaoke together of course <laughs> yes of course of course, rain of course. On, rain on me with you yeah so it was my second time performing rain on me um mm-hmm, and it was nice because mm-hmm. my partner wasn't paralyzed with fear this time so wait who was sang with you the first time Corey and i did it in fort lauderdale on and he was paralyzed with fear yeah it was yeah like we like got up there and i did the first verse and i i like came in very strong uh-huh. And then it got to the second verse and it was like, he was like, just fully like, wasn't singing. Oh. Like, it was kind of just looking at the screen, like, and deer and headlights kind of moment. And so I started to sing a little backup. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, And so. Yeah, no, I, I was excited. Time, I didn't have to pull yeah. that trick out. I was really excited to play Ariana's role, but apparently my microphone didn't work. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't coming <laughs> through, but I saw you singing. And so I was like, there was a disconnect because at that yeah. point. At that point, I traded my high for my drunk. Um, right, right. <laughs> and I was getting into that bag for the night. Yeah, of course, the natural flow of things. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, we did rain on me. Crowd loved it. Mm-hmm. I also did um, uh, the loneliest time with my friend Cat. Oh yeah, that was really good, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt that one. Yeah. Yeah. The energy was amazing. It was a good energy at karaoke. There were some good people too. Yes. But there was I... only one woman who was like amazing. Uh-huh. And you know, yeah. It's just like, whoa. I generally enjoy like a bad vibe at karaoke. Like even when I'm trying to do something good, I kind of do it a little bad because I don't want to be one of those people that like is stunting at karaoke. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm with you. It's just for funsies. Yeah. And I try to make it, I try to keep it a 
for fun thing because then if it's like i've had i've had to explain this before but sometimes karaoke like yeah it's nice if you can sing but then sometimes if you like are a singer it kind of feels like you have something to prove at karaoke and yeah so it can kind of become not fun quickly right where you're like oh but, they practiced <laughs> literally yeah and but yeah that was kind of our first night mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then we woke up the next day mm-hmm. watched, we got big yeah we did watch dance moms before getting bagels yeah we got bagels um bagels fifty dollars um <laughs> <laughs> boom a little 50 dollars um, here $50 there. yeah no big deal no big deal literally um and then we went to this really amazing place actually which mm-hmm. i would definitely go back there again it was very fun it was a very fun way to spend an afternoon yeah it was basically like a little sit down like cafe restaurant thing where you also pay like a what a down payment and you get yeah. to like use all of the games they have it's like a game place mm-hmm. um so we got to play some games. Literally. The big one, the big old one being Clue. Uh, yes. We, <laughs> oh, much wow. like Lady Gaga, we were investigating. We were looking for evidence. <laughs> oh my God. We were in all the locations. Can we make a Lady Gaga January 6th Clue? Like, can we make that the theme of the Clue? <laughs> okay. Don't, like, literally, guys, if you heard that, don't no, steal that I, idea because that is so trademarked right now. Was it Q Shaman in Nancy Pelosi's <laughs> office with the speaker's, uh, what's that called? Podium. Yeah. Was it that guy that I was supposed to be set up with in the parking <laughs> garage <laughs> with the Jeep? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. That's such a good idea. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. But yeah, we were playing clear. Um mm-hmm. and you're looking at two clue champions is the thing. Two, two of two. Yeah. Um yeah. Of the two games of clue we played, Beck and I won both of them. Yeah. Um, well, one each. Yeah. Um I um, won the first one. And then right. I will say that Becca got a little bit of a hint. Well, actually a big hint with the second one because also I was trying to <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing, but like I could fully just like see Kat's cards the whole time, but I was trying not to like. She didn't use care that, that second knowledge. game. She was not marking anything down. <laughs> she did not care. She did not I care know. at all. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so Kat, our dear friend, uh-huh. um, <laughs> goes to make um her like big accusation, right? So this like, if she's not right, it will be her out of the game her demise the, her badge will be revoked from the detective yes, agency right so she's looking at um she guessed like what mustard with the knife or whatever in uh-huh. like the study or something like that and then she <laughs> she opens the thing and she's like huh i think there's actually been like a miscommunication about a location and we were like, what? And then she just goes, is the courtyard a place? <laughs> <laughs> and we were all like, oh, yeah, it is. And so I was like, okay, I think it's there. He's there. And I think I can make my accusation I think now. It's there. <laughs> I think it's going to be at the courtyard then. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, but it's still a win on my part. Literally, because with that, I, I had I was close to it as well. Like I had the person and the 
yeah location with that clue figured out so it was just a matter of time but yeah i did i did win the first round as well we also played bananagrams yes a classic 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 <laughs> and then we also played this fun like party game where there was like a judd it was kind of like a it was kind of like apples to apples but if it was like a board game a little bit and like if there weren't actual like cards you just wrote in answers yeah that is um but that that was that yielded some that yielded some funny Th- that was stuff. pretty funny yeah my personal favorite one I submitted. Actually, I don't know if this is my personal favorite one. I should have written them down because I feel like I had a couple good ones. But when one of it was Kat was judging and one of the questions was like, what's something you plan on doing to improve your life? <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, I was like racking my brain and I was like, what? Because I hadn't won like a funniest yet. And so I was feeling insecure about it. And so oh. I was like, Ugh. I was like, okay, oh, dance moms. And then I was like, and then I wrote down a dance mom's quote being, I don't know, ba- probably Baskin Robbins, which is what Abby replies when she's like, sc- not scooting away, but scooting yeah. down the street in her wheelchair. And the producer's like, where are you going? I don't know, probably Baskin Robbins. And so <laughs> that really tickled she's the She's zooming, crowd. dude. <laughs> oh, another one. one was, what's something you saw today but couldn't have that made you like upset? And then I wrote, because we had watched a Glee highlights reel earlier in the day, and I said Jesse St. James until the drywall in the choir room <laughs> rots. It was great. I Mid afternoon. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Didn't exactly. Need to be exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and then we had another lovely dinner. Mm-hmm. And then. Mm-hmm. We went to Swifty Night. Yeah. Voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, of course, started with, <laughs> you better believe it, karaoke. Karaoke. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yet again. Yet again. Yeah. Um, We were kind of brave participators, you know, us and the other, like, five people in the room. Did yeah, guys. To, like, it go was, first. So I felt <laughs> like... Because Becca and Ian had, like, it was their first time, but Kat and I, this is our third time going to a Swifty night at this particular venue. Mm-hmm. And that is only within the span of this year. Like, we have been to ones there three times within this year um, wow. together. Wow. And so, yeah. But it's usually much better attended. Like, this one, for whatever reason, was not, like, very You guys well. kept saying, because probably everyone's at the other one. Yeah, there was another one that was at, like... Maybe a bigger venue. I don't even know. But there was another mm. one in like the city that night. So maybe that one got more people. Gotcha. But we thought this one had like a loyal fan base because we've seen like in the two times we were there, we saw a lot of the same people come to both. Mm. Okay. So third time. Third time was not the charm, actually. But we did actually get to do karaoke this time. So because the first time we went, there was karaoke, but we got there a little too late to participate. Oh, um, gotcha. And then... But yeah, and no, I it was, was fun. Yeah, but by Saturday, I was also so zonked. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, did not really slept that well Friday and the Saturday, and so I was like, <sighs> and then yeah, like oh then our dinner made me a little my tummy because we got right. so somebody was having a birthday party at the place where we ate um dinner, mm-hmm. and it was Mexican food, so y'all know I'm going in. <laughs> No that was clear. Asked. That I'm was going, obvious. <laughs> I'm going crazy. Um, mm-hmm. 
but that so then they were like oh happy birthday and we all sang happy birthday because one of my favorite things to do sing happy birthday mina. for a stranger uh right <laughs> and add a little mina twist to it yeah um yeah happy birthday dear grandpa happy birthday to you thank you exactly <laughs> um yeah but i love doing that and then they were like the people who ha- were having the birthday were like oh do you guys want like some cake and i was like oh i'll take 12 yeah um, <laughs> like 12 and <laughs> exactly um, i and literally did, it was like a did. chocolate on chocolate on chocolate cake like so much chocolate going mm-hmm. on i took like two bites and i was like ooh, because it was just so rich and like it might have hit at some other point but i just had a mm-hmm. belly full of meat and rice right and so that chocolate cake really went, the sugar <laughs> something about it just went in and said ooh. <laughs> no yeah yeah and but, I usually yeah. have a steel trap for a stomach, so I was just like, like I when I get a tummy ache, I'm a little like, I don't know how to deal with myself. Um, <laughs> this is crazy, guys. This is crazy. Tummy ache survivor <laughs> is the thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and then that was our little, and then we we kind of we called it kind of earlier that night than the night before, and mm-hmm. then. We went home, went to bed, and then I had to get up at like seven a.m. Yeah, I rose up. Becca rose because... up. I still was up before <laughs> her up. because I started this annoying thing where I wake up early. Um, uh-huh. And I'm always that, that first early? person up at the what? I saw you get up, but I wasn't yeah, sure if I you was... were just going potty or something. I probably that was, was like your, to wake up. Maybe I just okay. got bored and was like, "Oh, let me go." But okay. yeah, I am usually one of the first people up at like a slumber party kind of situation gotcha. um and then i'm like oh, someone else wake up like i'm bored right gotcha, Cause, like gotcha. you can't really do anything until other people wake up you know like yeah it's so true it's like this weird limbo space but anyway and yeah so then becca, no. becca went to I rose work up. like a brave soldier yeah i and i was acting shocked when i was like i'm weak and i'm tired <laughs> i was yeah, like how could that be box, you said no <laughs> nor actually i can't nor no i was like so like i was in a bad mood at work and then i was like <laughs> i can understand why yeah i was like okay i'm so tired what was your shift like like what time was it or yeah, like, what time was it it was <laughs> it was from 10 to 4 oh my god yeah but so yeah so like i woke up at 7 pack my damn bag i put on my little flippy floppies and i walked in my booty shorts to my car Uh (laughs) as every good girl does i heard the whistling Um, from the street of course (laughs) it was going crazy i'm trying to go back Um, to sleep (laughs) sleep but um and then yeah i went home i showered so hard that felt so good Mm. and then yeah i hit it to work and I don't know. I just got like sweaty there and like that made me upset too. So I was like, ooh. All the alcohol coming out. Yeah. Kind of last straw vibes. <laughs> Sunday at Ulta. <laughs> Sunday at Ulta. Last straw vibes. Yeah. No, I understand because when I got home, I took a fat ass nap. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Mm hmm. And I understand. <gasps> I wasn't going to reveal that until. Oh. Okay, uh, cut that out. We'll cut that out. Cut that cut out. That It'll out. be a bleep, 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 bleep. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I, I can figure out how to do that with the new editing software. <laughs> well, anything else to report upon? No. <laughs> no. No. Stop asking. Monday, my love. Okay. Exactly. Um. Yep. So, Becca and I are going to throw it to a little break. And then, a past version of ourselves, a past incarnation. We'll be back with our guest from last week, Miss Acacia. And mm. Acacia is actually going to be getting into some tarot readings with us. And guys, you won't want to miss that. Guys, I'm scared. Okay. I'm too. So, are you guys interested in like your separate kind of readings, right? Like quick little. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So quickly, because I've had my deck just sitting here, my the Mm -hmm. one that I read the most with, and the Empress card is on the bottom. And um, oh, I love that. Oh, I see. Thank you. Um, if I knew how to take this background off, I totally would. But I'm an old lady, and I could not figure it out. <laughs> um, so but bad. the Empress card was on the bottom of the deck, and it was just like you know, I flipped it over. I definitely get that vibe from you. So the Empress card talks about being in your dominant feminine energy. It's being that boss. It's being able to. Really manipulate a situation to wait. Sorry, is this for Quinn or Becca? For the both of you, just like oh, oh. just like the oh, quick okay. little vibe, the vibe that oh, and hanging okay. for the most part. I'll take it, I'll yeah. take it. So, because I definitely get this from the both of you, I definitely get like Empress energy. You guys, you may have your own insecurities as everybody does, but they're not mm. loud and proud insecurities. They're very like you know yourself and you know what you need to work on, what you don't need to work on but you don't ever let that show. It's very like you're a dominant force to be reckoned with. You're you're the boss bitch of the group, pretty much. Like you're able to just wave your magic wand and, and shit gets done. You know what I mean? Uh, and I shine so, like gloss. Yeah. <laughs> the Empress is ruled by Venus, which is all about love and, you know, self-power and dominancy and sexuality and really being in tune with that feminine nature, that right side of our body. Um, and so I, you guys definitely give off that boss, that boss femme vibe. You know what I mean? So that Love I just that. Kind of thought was a little cool. Oh, I want to be a cool. boss femme. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Manapusi Jump Scare is all about. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if anybody wants to go first or anything, but I feel like I get Quinn first. Okay. We'll trust you. We'll trust you. <laughs> okay. Asia. Yeah, Which, so like I said, I have like my, so like Becca asked me earlier if like I ever do like spreads or anything. Uh-huh. So like the big one that everybody knows is like the three card spread or like the Celtic cross. Um, I don't really do that. I kind of just, I, sometimes I get like messages, like like little download things. And I'm like, Ooh, like I should say that like right now, for instance. So typically like cards, fly out those cards when they fly out have obviously some importance and there's upright there's reverse but like with you so far it feels very like closed off a little bit it's not that you're not open with me it's just that you're a little reserved because you're like "Mm, I don't really know so I don't really know what to expect but yeah queen of cups you're not as open to reversed you're not as open to sharing emotion very openly Uh um you ever meet somebody and they're like 
they just like pour their heart out to you like uh-huh. right and you're like oh my god just shut up like okay like we all yeah. get it like i'm not i'm not you're that. definitely <laughs> not that kind of person, which i know you said you have a lot of gemini in you which I don't have a lot of Gemini in me, but my moon is in Gemini and I relate very dominantly. Mm-hmm. To and you're able to, with that being said, like you're able to now a lot of times people call Gemini's like manipulative and two-faced and that's not the case at all. It's because mm-hmm. people are very envious of Gemini's. Gemini's are able to manipulate a situation to, for the best for themselves, like yeah. not in a bad way, not in a negative way, but you're able to, for instance, it's like you said with the, with the project type of thing earlier, like you're able to just own that situation. Like you're able to manipulate the whole crowd to believe what you want them to believe with uh-huh. such confidence and such force that you don't have to like go and open yourself up emotionally for people to believe you. You just that empress energy like you're just that boss bitch type of thing you know what I mean so I would definitely say um so I'm just you don't really have too many cards pulling out so what I do is I typically like I just I pull a couple cards and then I kind of see like what happens um you have another um reverse card which is it's the five of wands upright so one thing about the cards too is you have your cups, which rule water and your emotions. You have wands, which rule fire, your passions. You have swords, which ruin uh, rules your your mental state, your inner emotions, your inner dialogue. Um, and then you have the cups, which is earth ruled by earth. The swords are ruled by air. Sorry, um, the pentacles are ruled by earth, which rules like finance, job um stuff like that wands also correspond with like your relationships um outwardly and cups relate to relationships like inwardly so with the five of wands reverse five of wands has to do with like it's a little bit of chaos it's a little bit of like bickering type of thing but with it being reversed I feel like you have a lot of self-dialogue that you keep to yourself that may come off as like chaotic to others, but like you, you're able to navigate through it very easily, very fluidly. Um, we talk about that all the time. Really? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. It's like a thing. Really? Um, yeah, it's like a thing. Interesting. So with that being said, next card on the bottom, just getting the vibe is the six of swords. So you have uh, queen of cups, Five of Wands reverse, Queen of Cups reverse, sorry, and um, Six of Swords upright. Six of Swords is like this little guy on a boat with a woman and swords are in the boat and like you're just trying to paddle away. So I feel like you've had to walk away from so many different things just because you've known that it wasn't for your highest and greatest good. I feel like you've known that you have a purpose and you've had to self-sacrifice in ways to better that purpose. And like, You've known deep down that there is something there. You just haven't quite necessarily nailed it just yet. And and it's been this path of, I, I don't want to say like pain, like real pain, but there's uh-huh. definitely been like self-inflicted pain because you've had to walk away from situations that might've been what you thought were really good, but you knew deep down, like it wasn't for you. Yeah. Page of cups and oop, I just had one fly out here justice reverse um justice reverse you feel like you've been wronged for the for the wrong reasons like you feel like things have just not 
it's not like you've ever said, why me? Why does this happen to me? Like mm-hmm. you're, you don't play that pity card, but sometimes you really question like, did that just really fucking happen to me? Like that <laughs> absolutely no sense. Like that's not even right. Like that wouldn't really, really happen. Yeah. Queen of Pentacles though up, right? Like you've always been about the bag. You know how to definitely get yourself in a position to, that is something that you've always seen in the future. Like you have to be financially stable. That's something that is like a dominant force for you, but you know that you'll be able to achieve it because of the things that you've had to walk away from. Like that is why you've had to walk away from certain things in the past, not everything, but certain things. And that's maybe why you feel like you could have been wronged and whatnot. And you've always wanted to, so we have six of cups again. So we have six of swords here upright and I have six of cups. So mm-hmm. oh, try see is killing me here. Um, <laughs> six of cups though is like oh. little kids. Oop, oop, oop. Six of there cups is. is like, wait, oh, the people. <laughs> okay, so it's like little kids and um, they're like giving. So I feel like you deep down. When it's always giving. I was gonna say always giving. Down, it is something that is part of who you are as a person. That's what I was gonna say. It's like giving back to others is a way of giving back to yourself. It's a way of mm-hmm. you healing yourself and a way for you to really like overcome any of those challenges that that you've had to walk away from. You have Wheel of Fortune reversed. Um, so Wheel of Fortune is ruled by all the four fixed signs, um, which is your Aquarius, it's Taurus, it's Leo, it's Scorpio. And all of the fixed signs are very realist in nature. They're very practical in nature as well, too. Mm-hmm. So you understand that like you're not the type of person to like sit there and like throw keep throwing your coin in the wishing well. Like you're not the person at the casino, like the casino, like constantly like doing the 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 slot machine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very practical way of understanding what good luck is and what that means to you. Uh huh. And I feel like something is because you have you have several reverse cards, so there's something that's definitely blocking you from being able to achieve whatever fortune is coming. This purpose that, you know, like deep, deep down rooted in you is really, it's going to happen. It's meant to happen. It's the reason why you keep asking, like, why is it like, is this my time yet? Or isn't it my time? Or maybe this is, or, and, and you have so many, like this chaos in your, the inner dialogue chaos. What you keep asking yourself is because there's something in the way here more with self than to do with others. Um, And that's why you haven't been necessarily like set abundantly free. You haven't energetically, at least like you just, there are things that are still held down that you have to kind of figure out. And maybe that's a way, like you mentioned with the, the yoga that you do, you know, having that mind, body, soul, all part in one, it's definitely going to be a way for you to dive deep internally and be able to figure out what this blockage really is because it's like a big it's like a knot in your back kind of feeling mm-hmm. yeah it's like, a, mm, like I'm able to keep going but like oh I feel I feel I feel you there you know what I mean yeah um oh yeah okay so four of pentacles it's a little dude sitting on his coin oh <laughs> 
Um, so you really like there's something that like you I get this like boss vibe, this this like boss, like I call the shots. I know what I'm supposed to be doing. Ten of Wands upright has to do with carrying the load, carrying the burden for too long. And maybe you feel like, okay, like I've been at this and I don't know why it hasn't happened by now because like I'm me and that's great, but you have to understand that everything happens for a reason. There's some kind of ebb and flow that you're going mm -hmm. through right now where it may feel like you're supposed to be up, but you're actually supposed to be low. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the kind of vibe I get from the tarot, but I also have, like I said, these Oracle cards, which just to get into like my little journey, partly I got into Oracle cards a little bit after tarot um, and Oracle cards, just, they go into like an overall theme message kind of thing. So I have one that I got a long time ago and then it actually blew up and I was like, oh damn, I actually really like that deck. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, it's the Moonology Oracle oracle deck so i just want to see kind of what else is the vibe here with you because i feel like deep down like something tells me like you know like you really know about like like i said like this purpose this path this like mm -hmm. you're meant to be yeah you it, you're just wondering okay but why am i not in that picture frame yet like mm -hmm. what yeah a thousand percent like I see it in black and like I see it in color, but in real life it's black and white right now. And I mm -hmm. am not really getting getting the understanding of why. And um I'm not really sure either. I think you put too many expectations pops possibly on yourself, and that might be something that is holding you back. Oh, okay. So full moon and Scorpio, it's time to release negativity. Yeah. So there you go. It's this. Mm -hmm. What's this blockage? And it's negativity. Whatever that you would define that as. Um, which negativity can just be like you just beating down on yourself in the simplest terms mm -hmm. of like, mm, I didn't do my laundry today, or like, um, mm, I should have had another glass of water. Damn, I hate myself. Like something not yeah. you know something so little can be mm -hmm. super negative but because of that that energy holds in you it holds in your inner being uh-huh that is really what's 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 kicking you back yeah um, cool. i have another oracle deck and i'm like i just want to know like what <laughs> what else is really happening i'll never forget to like getting these oracle decks and thinking like how do these even work and then when you're reading and like one just randomly pops out and you're like, wait, whoa, that actually kind of makes sense there. Mm -hmm. Except they're a little bit bigger. So I will say it's always one thing. It's awkward to like shuffle Oracle. Yeah. Them. <laughs> they're like huge. They do look huge. Get the vibe for this one. Forgiveness. Oh. Forgiveness. So does this necessarily mean forgiving other people and being forgiving and whatnot and learning to forgive and forget? Not necessarily. Forgiveness has also a lot to do with yourself and being able to forgive yourself for your wrongings and your mistakes and being mm -hmm. able to move on from them and not let them hold you back. So release yeah. negativity could be a form of forgiveness, finding mm -hmm. forgiveness in the little things like 
you know, sometimes you see people like do those little random yoga poses and you're like, what are you doing? Like why? But finding forgiveness in that and going, they're just in a, in a very, they're in a different place mentally and physically Mm -hmm. than I am. And I respect that. Mm -hmm. That's a big and it's hard to do. Don't get me wrong. Cause sometimes yeah. you look at people and you look at them cross-eyed cause you should, you know? <laughs> but like learning to step back. I find myself trying to do that way more often. It's very difficult, but taking a step back and forgiving them for being an idiot is yeah. very healing um, and can, and can really release so much energy that you've been storing. And it helps just shift your perspective and your mood and your energy Yeah, yourself. So, um, how was that? Did that make that was amazing? I was I was surprised. I I'm I'm very I'm like very surprised. You didn't you didn't say like anything that like I was like like it felt it all felt very. She's weird. No, yeah, no. (laughs) It all felt very pertinent, and it all felt very like like you said certain. Like there was one thing. Oh, when you were like when you said, oh, I think. I think it might be that you're placing too much expectation on things. And I like, I, I have like a journaling practice and I write that like every day, it feels like about like expectation. And I like, I'm like writing about all that. And like the five of you just like pulled that out of thin air, like with the cards and stuff, you know, like that was, I was like, this is, this is interesting. Like, um, but yeah. And then, um, another thing is that like with the negativity, like one thing Becca and I did an episode that was around like our new year's resolutions. And like, I, I, I specifically mentioned, I was like, I feel like I have allowed a certain level of negativity into like my life and like my spirit and stuff. And like, it's understandable because a lot of negative stuff goes on in the world and so mm-hmm. it's not something I'm like mm-hmm. I think is like particular to me and like but it's at the point where it's starting to affect like my spirit and so I have been trying to make a concerted effort to get away from it a little bit mm-hmm. um and yeah I felt I feel like it I feel like a lot of that stuff rang true <laughs> going into the woods and yeah running barefoot in the thick of it might just mm-hmm. be what, what we have to do here <laughs> yeah and i could also like Back becca like becca and i talk a lot we're like really good friends yeah. and so like it was funny <laughs> seeing her because like she was like she was also like oh my god how'd she know that like <laughs> no i felt like a lot of that was so accurate like okay the part where you're like we talk about all the time how quinn's mind moves so fast That's and like it's yeah it's sometimes like people are like we we got to catch up to Quinn sometimes because like I'll sometimes watch an episode back and be like Quinn's brain was moving at supersonic speed right here and like (laughs) I didn't even catch all what he was saying yeah Yeah. and it's it's that's so that's so interesting that you remarked that also I'm wondering if Akisa you can guess what Quinn's sun and moon sign are if there was any other energies so I'm really good at guessing people's rising signs because Mm -hmm. so here's the tricky part and I would love to guess and I feel I get really down on myself because then I get it wrong and I'm like damn I'm not don't worry if you get it wrong Um, (laughs) space (laughs) but so your rising sign is like how you come off to people it's Uh it's your way in the world it's who you were introduced as at birth your sun sign is then really like it's getting to know a person pretty much like through their chart 
once you start getting to know somebody more, that's when their sun sign starts to come out. It's their personality. It's really who they are. Their moon sign is your inner dialogue. It's how you self-reflect. It's how you see yourself in the world. And getting to know somebody deeply is when you start to get to know their moon sign is when like, for instance, like when you start dating somebody and you're like, okay, now you're like six months into it, seven months, eight months. And like, you're starting to really like their true colors are showing. That's really like their moon sign. So as far as your sun and moon, that one's tough because I feel like you like to, you're, you, it's not that you're very reserved, but you have a very, like, you do have, you're not very easily readable in the sense of like a Sagittarius, for instance, or like somebody who's, okay, oh, are you a Sagittarius? I am a Sagittarius son, <laughs> yeah. That is so crazy. So, okay, my grandma is a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, Sagittarius, Sagittarii are very, very outgoing, which you, I would say are like, you're an outgoing mm-hmm. person. You're very not like quiet and reserved and like want to sit at home and not do anything. Yeah. Oh gosh. Sometimes Sagittarius say stuff and I'm like, what did you just say? But I could get this. <laughs> so do you feel like, let me ask you this as a Sag, especially with some gem placements, I bet you're right all the time. <laughs> I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, bet you're, I bet you're right. And I bet you will make it a point to be that you're right. <laughs> and I, yeah, that was, that's one of the, because that's one of the things where Becca and I, like, it's one of the ways I feel like, I feel like I've been stepping into my intuition a little bit more in like, like the past couple of years, especially like sometimes I just like, I, I feel like I'm, I'm getting better at like understanding how things are going to go like before they happen. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, and then I can like make a judgment from there. Mm-hmm. But I will um, say Sagittarius too. You guys are the knowers. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are always the, the signs that are later in the Zodiac from Sagittarius up into Pisces are truly like very philosophical and thinking like you really truly try to dive deeper to understand things mm-hmm. with that Gemini placement it's like your mind is moving so fast as it is and to verbalize what you're actually thinking you're very you you are very smart in how you communicate and what it is that's going on in your brain like mm-hmm. it makes sense not, you do, sometimes like when people talk you're like what did you just say like you <laughs> yeah they don't actually you know say I mean? anything like, like you were the complete opposite yeah. of that like everybody will know exactly what you're saying you're very 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 um like i i can't think of the word that i'm um trying to describe like eloquent and like yeah thorough. very much yes. like very very, Quinn. very much like you're just smart that's why i was mm. just getting this like boss entitlement like no matter mm-hmm. what it is that you're going to be doing you're going to be running the show like you're not the you're not the type of person to sit back and like have somebody like micromanage you you are mm-hmm. the one who micromanages other people <laughs> for, sure. <laughs> for sure i get that vibe yeah i feel like the gemini comes out also and like like what you said it was a little bit more in like the interview portion about like protecting your energy mm-hmm. and i feel like i'm uh in a place where like I like I like to protect myself mm-hmm. I like I like to perform a little bit of a vibe check before I fully like yeah 
get into it with people but like Mm -hmm. if I feel like safe around you I can really like let go and like let loose pretty easily Mm. but sometimes it's like they're just it's just it's like what you said there it's it's a vibe like some there are people Mm -hmm. you vibe with and there are people you don't Uh, really yeah Mm -hmm. and so some Sorry, yeah. Becca and I were talking about a couple of weeks ago because we took like personality tests and like I used to get called um, intimidating a lot in high school. Like people used to say I had a very like intimidating energy. And I think that maybe it can be a manifestation of like that urge to protect my energy a little bit. Because mm. um, you know your shit, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like you just really know your shit. You know when it's time like I was saying like you know when it's time to walk away you know when it's time to not walk away you know when it's time to say what you need to say and you also know the right time when when you might need to just shut up for once and and actually like just listen and learn Mm -hmm. and dive deeper into the situation yeah my goodness well like resonated yeah that was really yeah, I'm so really... far. I've never had. I've never done. I don't do them that often, but I've never mm. had somebody go. Mm, yeah, no, yeah. that's just so. I'm like, hundred percent. No, that was. Yeah, that was crazy. There was, and there was another <laughs> thing you said. I forget. Person. I forget what it was, but I was literally. I'm working on this like thing, and I was writing something today, and I was like. I was writing something and you like verbalized like so much of what I was talking about like in my writing and I was like this is so weird like I was literally just like like writing about all this stuff like a couple hours ago and you're like talking about it and like we met an hour and a half ago like it's 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 crazy because I I like don't I was kind of nervous going into this a little bit because I was like I don't know especially like over zoom because like I've oh a thousand percent yeah in person mm-hmm. readings and so doing over this I was like oh my god I'm so nervous like mm-hmm. what if, like this like makes absolutely no sense and I'm not able to like get anything you know what I mean but yeah like I said when I start reading sometimes like it's not that I don't go off the cards and I don't read the cards but I just it's, I just feel like word vomit starts to come out and yeah there's just things that are like downloading in my brain and I'm like whoa mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wait. Whoa. This yeah, makes no. sense here, and this makes sense here. I also, I also like that you have your own um, way you go about it. Like yeah. I never, like the readings I have done have been very like, it's been like future, present, past, or you know, what, like you said, the Celtic cross, and you were just kind of like, I just kind of do my own thing, and like <laughs> it's authentic, yeah, and it was like, she laid out like my whole life in front of me, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> so she's right. I know Becca yeah. kind of asked me that, um, like earlier, and I was like, I don't really know. I mean, sometimes I do. Sometimes when it comes to like my self readings, I definitely do like a layout. Um, mm. when it comes to other people, I'm like, there's just a vibe here, and I gotta roll with it. Like I just yeah. gotta. I just got to go with what's going at the moment and mm-hmm. yeah kind of see what happens I'm so yeah. it, like resonated even if only like one thing did that would just make my world yeah no a lot more than one thing did <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> um, fabulous yeah. fabulous well good okay so now that was awesome my turn I want to sit back awesome. and let my, okay, let my energy now. relax and see what's going on with my friend Becca well <laughs> Becca is I've been excited to do this because I know like you are getting into reading and Mm -hmm. I am interested 
you just give me this vibe of like such a to compare it slightly to Quinn's not to compare mm-hmm. you two but just to compare the energy dynamic like you give me this very like playful youthful like he 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 and Quinn is very much like ha 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 like very just <laughs> like same but so true open. he's very fun and vibey but it's more of like that matured ha 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 that like sexy ha 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 and you're just like he 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 you know what I mean very like goofy silly kind of so it definitely resonates yeah. <laughs> already interested to kind of see and you've got in your cards read like how many times would you say um less than five um yeah, I had a there was a witch in Pittsburgh that I saw um twice. Mm, we did some like FaceTime that. readings and those were cool. Those I really liked her. But then um yeah, the love reading was not so much as good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> and that was like the most recent one, right? Yeah, that was. I feel like oh. Okay. So I'm just gonna give you a little warning. A disclaimer. Hi. This is not a bad card. There are no cards that mm-hmm. are bad and good cards. Okay. So the death card just. Dude, I knew it was gonna cause, but this is, I love this card. Okay. But good. it I always pops card. up. Okay. okay. So you are constantly transforming. And I know that I've always said this to you, that you give me this, like, you give me a semi Scorpio vibe because you, and this mm. I feel like is where this comes in. You're constantly transforming and trying to better yourself and, and shedding layers of your old self when they no longer fit. Like, it's like you go throughout life and you, and you're like, Ooh, the shirt, mm, I used to love this when I was six, but like, it doesn't fit me anymore. It's time to let it go. And you have a really good habit of being able to do that. You're not somebody who like has to hold on to things for dear life you you like to change and you like movement you like to be constantly flowing you don't you're not a very stagnant person um seven of swords reverse which the seven of swords is always about um like thievery and trickery so i feel like you've had to reshift and who you've defined now with it being reversed doesn't mean that that necessarily somebody has fooled you but I feel like sometimes you might have fooled yourself into thinking somebody that you're supposed to be and you've realized that that's not who you're meant to be. And you kind of, it's not that you've had to put on this facade, but you've, you've had to take a step back and go, this is not, this is not Becca. This is not the Becca that I want to be. This is not Rebecca. This is me and me trying to figure out who my most authentic self is. And you've understood that through time that comes with adaptation and, and understanding and, so, um, four swords upright, um, it's like the peaceful sleeper. She's got a sword under here. I feel like you've some, there's something you're very prone to spiritual attacks. And I know that like, it's hard cause I have a slight bias. Cause I know that you've, you've had that happen to you, mm-hmm. but yeah. I feel like suddenly there are so many people, you radiate such a positive light and such a positive energy into this world and and so many people and this is a like a, a karmic theme that happens for a lot of people so many people want to take that and steal that away from you and mm-hmm. that's what this thievery that's what this like keeps you up at, at up at night and it's like you have these these daggers hanging above you but like I just picture you in this bubble where you're protected because you're meant to be protected like you're meant to be enlightened and you're meant to 
really show people their inner light. You're supposed to bring out the happiness in other people, whether you realize it or not, and you do a really good job at it. Ace of Swords reverse. So that is really what you have to understand in triumph, because I feel like you, you know that to a certain extent, sometimes it's not, I just got, it's not always necessarily real is what I heard. And I feel like sometimes you feel like you might have to fake it to make it, to make other people feel better and to make other people really Mm. like you might crack a joke. That's really not even funny just to make somebody laugh. But like, you didn't even want to tell the joke in the first place because you're like, it's not really a funny joke, but they bought it. And, And that is what gave you comfort. So I get this vibe of like, you, you have shifted so much. And at the end of the day, what matters most to you is really, yeah. Um, what is that? Six pentacles. Like you're able to find though about like, as you've, as you've matured, as you've found and shed more layers of yourself, you found this balance of giving and receiving and learning what you're supposed to give and what you're supposed to take and when you're supposed to just take a step back and, and just let it go. So this is like the little card and he's giving he's giving coins to one guy and then the other is begging. So like I said, you've maybe in the past, maybe not so much in the present, but in the past, like I said, like doing what it takes to make somebody else happy and not necessarily yourself. You've understood that through development, this isn't always necessarily like the right thing for you. And so that Mm -hmm. is what you're really learning in this moment right now. And I'll tell you, because I know that like, just because I know you, I know that love is predominantly like on your mind and you're like, Ooh, like when's it going to happen and whatnot. And, Mm -hmm. and you are deserving and you need to know that. And you don't need to find that elsewhere. You have to find that within yourself first and being able to balance giving and taking is a huge theme right now you have the moon card which has to do it's ruled by Scorpio mm-hmm. so <laughs> I just oh, get so the death card is ruled by Capricorn I'm pretty sure I, I think I forget um the moon card is ruled by Scorpio it's got the little lobster in there and moon card has to do with so one thing that's not talked about that I feel like with this card is um the moon there's two towers in between mm-hmm. yeah side of the moon has to do with once again balance that positive and negative force that masculine and feminine energy that inwardness and outwardness and later in the major arcana you have the tower card and so once you approach these two towers you have to understand that really only you have to find the balance with both so both have to stay standing and one might crumble and fall but you have to understand that building one back up is truly transformative and healing and i think that that's what goes back into the death card uh the chariot which i had a feeling was going to pop up with you cuz you give me chariot vibes this like quick and like things are always you're able to manifest things sometimes people talk about how the chariot card has to do with like a new car, a new job, a new, Mm -hmm. not necessarily a new relationship, but it's like a new way for you to, if a man, like if a relationship is what you're trying to manifest, the -hmm. chariot card tells you that you're on the right path. That's speeding you up to get to that final destination. It's really like, okay, so you're the man that's walking on the side of the road, hitchhiking and some limo comes along and you just magically get in the limo and like 10 times quicker got to where you needed to be. That's okay. what the chariot, the the chariot chariot card introduces introduces into your life. Ten of Pentacles reversed. So once again, it's that like giving and taking energy. I feel like you're just 
really what it comes down to, it goes into that, like that young kid energy where like, you just love seeing people happy. You love being happy and you love just smiles and, and, and good and, and positivity. However, mm-hmm. though, I, it's not that you haven't done the work introspectively, but there are things that are tough in life. And there are things that you have to walk away from and not everybody, you're not going to be able to please everybody. And that's a huge part of maybe why you haven't gotten to the place where you want to be, whether it is romantically or career wise, you have to do what's best for yourself. And if doing what's best for yourself is recreating and redefining who you are by finding a balance between sharing yourself with others, then, then that might be the case. Hmm. three of pentacles reverse which you have a lot of pentacles too so I would say that it has to do a lot with um career like any type of career theme mm-hmm. or anything that has to do with finances but I don't really get that I just get that you're trying to build a stable future you haven't got you feel like you don't have all the nece- like necessary tools which I would feel like the magician card reverse would pop up right now because the magician card talks about finding a balance between, you know, as above, so below and having, he has on his, on his table, all of the, the, uh, trumps and the suits and it's being able to manifest really what it is that you want in life. And there's Mm -hmm. something that's blocking that. It's like you went to Ikea, you just bought a dresser, you have everything, but you didn't realize that you needed a screwdriver. And Mm. so now you have to run out to the store and get a a screwdriver, but being able to like laugh and giggle about all of that is what helps you get through it. But you still end up wondering, well, damn, how did I miss not getting a screwdriver? And then you kind of like beat yourself up over it. And so it's like being able to that fun energy that you give off to others, you have to share with yourself sometimes. Um, I want to pull the moon card because I know that you have a lot of cancer, cancer placements and it's rolled by the moon. Rolled by the moon, baby, which we have a new, yeah, we have a new moon coming up, which is a great time to manifest, um, to work inward. So the, the new moons is what you want to ask for. It's what you want to see in your life. And that's when you, you, the projects that you want to work on, that's when you start thinking about them and you start picturing yourself doing them in full completion. Then mm-hmm. as we get to the full moon, that's when that is the right time to start that new project and whatnot. And then you're thankful for the progress that you've been able to make okay, and stuff like that. Sometimes you're not a very serious person. And I feel like sometimes asking yourself serious questions can be not challenging, but mm-hmm. you just don't do it as often as maybe you, you should. I feel like you have full moon. <laughs> of course. Surrender, well, yes. Surrender, <laughs> surrender to the divine. And I flipped over the deck because I felt called to. And you have full moon in Virgo. So two full moons, full moon in Virgo. Mm-hmm. You are good enough. Is the So being able to... Like for instance, like, okay, well, why haven't I found, you know, I see, I make other people happy and I'm such a nice person and I see all these other people happy. And why haven't I gotten to that? That why do I feel like I have to always change who I am to, to be happy, but being Mm -hmm. able to find comfort in that and releasing and surrendering 
and noticing that that is what's putting you in through this journey. That's what's getting you to that destination. It's like accepting it a little bit because you're so young and you have so much ahead of you and being able to surrender and understand that and work through it is what is going to really make such a difference in the end. And what's going to make you more thankful for when it is that you, when you get to what you want to be doing or who you want to be with or where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Boundaries. Oh, boundaries. So like I was kind of talking about earlier, finding and how we've all been the major theme of like this whole conversation, I feel like has being able to take a step back and balance sharing yourself with others. Yeah. Understanding that somebody else's pain is not always your burden to take on Mm -hmm. And, and being able to set that boundary up and realize that you come first friendship. So maybe that's setting boundaries through friendship. Maybe you have not necessarily like with a friend, but it could be any kind of relationship with any dynamic, like maybe somebody is just wanting too much of you and it's taking away your energy and time to focus on other things and focus Mm -hmm. on whether that's you or focus on, you know, projects that you want to do. But I feel like you definitely also got family and it's like the, the sun, the full moon in the back a little bit. So maybe, maybe finding more time with your family and doing more things that are family oriented might be a way for you to heal and understand what boundaries you've had to build in your life and for what reasons and finding things through family oriented, you know, projects or, or relationships dynamics might be that screwdriver that you didn't realize you needed to, to have to build a dresser. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that makes sense. That's what I, that's what I get a little bit, which I feel like there's more to you. I want to crack that case, but I want to do it with you like one-on-one in person, if you would be willing to do that. Cause there's like some kind of yeah <laughs> deeper and I need, I, I like, I feel like there's something, I don't, it's like an iceberg where it's like, there's okay. like, and like the big bottom and you're like whoa you didn't realize how big the iceberg is okay I feel like there's so much more that I could talk about but I would like I feel like I need you energetically of course well a thousand percent I will do that Mm -hmm. but this bring my cards to work next time (laughs) (laughs) sounds good we'll take a meal (laughs) (laughs) no but that a lot of what you said and I'm, I mean, I'm into astrology, so I'm obviously thinking about how my astrology plays into all this the whole time. Yeah. And so like all my cancer placements are in the eighth house, which is like the house of death and transformation. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm a Pisces moon in the fourth house. That. Yeah. So in the fourth house is like family and like yes. home and, and stuff like that. Cancer. So that and I so know that sense. we had like, when we talked about you being in cancer earlier, you mm-hmm. had like made the calm like and I was like because you talked about it being in your north node and I was saying mm-hmm. you know like that's your karmic mission in this life to really truly develop into what being a cancer truly means like embodying the full energy of a cancer and you're like mm-hmm. family and like at home or whatever and so maybe you haven't really cracked that code just yet and that's what mm-hmm. you might have to 
to kind of work on a little bit or dibble dabble here and there and kind of like understand on a deeper level, like what is family? What does family mean to me? How do I define family? How do mm-hmm. I see myself in a family dynamic? And, and what is like, what is all of that? What does that mean for me? Yeah, definitely. That's crazy that you had two full moon cards. That was also wild. I'm just a moon girl. Like it's just so. Becca loves the moon. moon. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so moon. It's so true. Moon coded. Which I always fun fact because I'm in love with the moon myself. Mm -hmm. If I ever have like a little animal or something like that, like Moony Moon would definitely be the name. Like ever since Uh, I was a kid. Like oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Oh yeah, like Sailor Moon's cat is named Luna. That's Mm. so something I would do. for sure yeah no but akisia i definitely resonated with that and Mm -hmm. i feel like something like part of my new year's resolution was to like get back to me and we talked about like quinn and i talked about that and i'm like uh, uh, like of course the death card popped out um i feel like i am always changing that's just like something about me and Mm -hmm especially like in the past year I've had to kind of like filter through like okay what is actually like what do I like what do I care about without thinking about like other people exactly and like figure that out Ooh, okay so that just hit me on a much deeper level of like okay this this whole balance of giving and taking and being able to self-reflect through that and understand Mm what truly is yours to give what truly is just yours to have and to hold for yourself and you only exactly yeah exactly yeah wow. oh my goodness i'm so glad okay i'm so glad because like she's done it again no this is really good like, 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 ah, one of my biggest things i'm like so scared of is like i said somebody going <laughs> no i felt like that i resonate with that so much and like mm. the cards that I was thinking about, of course, popped out. Like I had a feeling about the chariot card earlier today. And it was, cr- I was like, I just have this feeling. And I was trying to think about like what it was going to mean. And it was hard to, cause I was like, hmm, well, I'll have to kind of see like what, what's going on what the vibe is. But I, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, like the chariot card is something that I pictured and I was debating if I should tell you or not. And then I was like, no, no, no. Cause then if it doesn't happen, then it's like crazy. But you mentioned it earlier. It is a card I get a lot too. Really? Like, yes. Anything with eight, the death card I see all the time, and then the moon. Um Yeah, yeah I think um I think I've gotten one of those cards before too. Maybe the was it the five of wands that I got? Yeah. Does that have any association with like money at all? Um, five of wands. So it can, depending on how you're reading it. So if you, some some readers typically in a reading, they'll sit and they'll be like, okay, think about what you want answered, why you want it answered. And um, sometimes they'll ask you, and if you're wondering about money, it can be related in that sense. Um, mm-hmm. Because wands bring okay. in, it's swift energy. So if it's relating to money, it could be something of like, okay, things have been chaotic with your finances right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what you really need to be seeking is stability. Yeah. Um, so it can be translated differently with, with things like that. And mm-hmm. I translated it as in like your inner dialogue Yeah. is what I said was it was chaotic a little bit with your mm-hmm. inner dialogue. Um, 
So yeah, it's just because okay. cards can mean they can mean so many different things. In yeah, so many different ways, which is and that's wild. Yeah, that's one of the fun things about going to different readers is right. getting everybody's different inputs on the cards. It's also yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Well, I know when I first started reading, I would ask that question. I'd be like, okay, so think about something that you want answered and why you want it answered, but don't tell me like, cause some readers want you to tell them. So then they have something to like go off of. Mm-hmm. And I just remember so many times, like it worked so well where I didn't know what the person I was reading for really wanted to know. And mm-hmm. then by the, like the reading was over, they were like, whoa, <laughs> like mm-hmm. that really like that. Yeah. That hit the spot. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Well, yeah, that was amazing. Well, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Thank you so much for letting me read you guys. That was so of much course. fun. Thank you. Anytime. Thank, Thank you, you for, for giving us. your gift. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It felt good. It felt very Yeah, funny. that was really cool. And Becca, um, we're going to go deeper one day. Yeah. I am ready. I'll bring my journal. I implore. <laughs> and my tissues. <laughs> we have them um, at work. Don't worry. <laughs> Good, good. We finally <laughs> have the issues. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna throw to one more little break, and then we'll be right yep. back to get into our segments. Yippee do! Guys, I'm scared. Welcome back, my <laughs> Actually, I'll save that one. That's a good idea for one. But anyway. Okay. Cool. Welcome back, right. guys. So, guys, we're back. And guess what? Yeah, you guessed it. It's our freaking comment quarter of the week mm-hmm. right now. Um, our first weekly segment that we always do every time, all the time. And provided you guys send them in. So that's the exactly. thing that we actually just needed to bring up real quick is that um you guys do need to email in to manicpixiejumpscare@gmail.com or uh-huh. start leaving comments on our Instagram and TikTok more frequently. Um uh-huh. because when you don't, it's really, really rude. Mm-hmm. and it's not nice and you're being bad literally but when you send things in you're being good and we'll accept them in any form we're about to read one in an interesting format um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i have another one and int- you can dm us on instagram you can dm oh, can yeah. you, i don't get can you dm people you don't follow on tiktok it's not true or who don't follow you it's not true but you can easily leave a comment on a tiktok video yes. of ours mm-hmm. Yes, a TikTok, if you will. And sometimes, guys, I'm going to be honest, there aren't that many, so Mm, they start to stand out. Yeah, exactly. You never know what's going to hit with the algorithm, so. Right, right. We never know. It's true. (laughs) So, um, you know, do what you can and Mm. just uh, start to deliver more on that. So, yeah. Deliver! Deliver! Precisely. Yeah. So, this comment corner this week is actually from an Instagram story reply uh-huh. that Quinn posed so eloquently. <laughs> I did. I have been taking some liberties with our Instagram story um, mm-hmm. because I, I was like, let me join the social media game. Yeah, of and course, I think as it's you fun. should. I think it's fun to shit post on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sometimes. it is good. Yes. <laughs> Usually only podcast related paraphernalia, but this one was another one where I was like inbox dry. Can we get mm-hmm. some? And I did the courtesy of making it a highlight for you all. So it's under the highlight comment corner and you can go yeah, you and can... leave them there now and we will be checking. Yeah, exactly. So just know that. No, we so are if watching. You, if you for some reason don't have an email account, which you do need to make an Instagram. 
Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that would be impressive. And we would want to talk to you about that potentially. But again, yeah. you have to meet us there. Right. Exactly. Okay. So this is one of those story replies. And it is actually from Kat, the lady who harbored us this weekend. <laughs> and it, yeah, it reads... I think Ugga boots should be worn year round. They're so cunty. And Kat, I do want to thank you for this. Uh-huh. Because I see you. I yes. appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And I side with you ultimately. Yes. Style Maven, Kat Nardi. Changed her outfit mm, three times to go to Swifty Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> back and forth and back and forth. Um and decided. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's why there are so many Ugg sizes and lengths and fits is for Literally. every season of the year. All mm-hmm. two of them. Yeah, now that with the mm-hmm. climate change. Yeah. Uh, climate change. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah. There were these Ugg like little clogs that had like a little strap on the back of them. And I remember posting them on my close friend's Instagram being like, guys, are these cunty? It was like in 2020 or 2021. And I was okay. debating getting those when I still had the income coming in, but right, right. Now those would seem like a far-fetched purchase. <laughs> yeah, the income has ceased. I was looking at a pair of sneakers. I I bought the same sneakers and I found a color of them that's like beautiful. And I was like, oh, how much are they? And they, I was like, I don't remember paying this much for them. And then I went and looked. I still had the receipt in my email. They've gone up ten dollars since I bought them in like January. Ooh, no, I swear everything has it's it's really terrible. Have you guys heard of what inflation? are people going to do? That's what's going on here. If I I'm not sure if many people opinion, are talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's just what I personally think is going on. Yeah. But who's to say? As an economist. And we do Becca did during our break remind me of something that Kat said this weekend, which is probably the hardest I've laughed in like a solid month. Yeah. I was crying laughing at this. <laughs> Um, it was so. So good. we were just hanging out in Cat's room. I think we were getting ready to go to the board game place. Yeah. And Cat looks at me and goes, "Do my lips look bigger than the last time you saw me?" And I had just never taken a notice the size of my friend Cat's lips. And yeah. I just, I was, I thought about it for like a couple seconds, and I was like, "Honestly, I cannot give you an answer." Fair and enough. she goes, "Oh." Because I started taking collagen supplements. And then... And as a beauty ambassador, exactly. I was like, wait, I said, is that supposed to make your lips bigger? And Gat goes, well, no. And I just... I freaking lose it. Like, I... <laughs> I freaking lose I it, dude. Watched it, dude. <laughs> I I was absolutely walled out laughing at this um because it was just so like something so funny about it like the timing was perfect as well like it was very like the the book book the complete sincerity yes the complete it's like it brings up a a thousand questions instantly like if it doesn't guarantee that then why did you ask if it did that (laughs) like it like it'd be like do i look does my hair look blonder than the last time you saw me? Me being like, I don't know. And it would be like, oh, because I took ibuprofen yesterday. Like, <laughs> Does it do that? Yeah. Well, no. Well, no, actually. I don't think so. And like, <laughs> Correlation is, causation is 
effect it's like a non sequitur, is... <laughs> but like as a question, like I guess the question can be a non sequitur, but it's like it's like something in that realm, like just completely out of the blue. It's foolishness. Yeah, foolish, <laughs> fool gesture of behavior, and for that reason, we do love Cat, and she is one of the yeah. icons of our community. Exactly. Um, it was a good hee haw, and so we did have to share that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for writing in and you guys yes, can be you. featured so easily on the show. Just like that. Literally. Just like that. All right. So then now that we've done our common corner, we move on to our jump scare of the week. This mm-hmm. is anything Quinn and I found a little frightful, not so good, not so great. Um, generally just not cool. So Quinn, what was that moment for you this week? So after Becca left, wheels start to come off is what I always like to say. Yeah, yeah. And so that starts to happen on Sunday a little bit. So yeah, Ian and I spend like another hour or something in bed. But then right next to Kat's house, there's like a little farmer's market on Sundays. So usually when Kat and I go out on Saturdays, we can wake up and go to the farmer's market. And it's like such a fun little morning. Mm -hmm. And so we go over and we peruse the farmer's market. I buy a couple different types of bread. I think I actually bought four different types of bread, not like loaves of bread, but like, you know, I bought like a cornbread, a little muffin, pepperoni bread, focaccia. It's like some good stuff going on over there. Um, And it's like reasonably priced. They haven't heard about inflation at the farmer's market. So it's like, okay, let's go. Nice. And then um, usually I just eat whatever that is for like a little breakfast or something. Um, But Ian was like oh can we go back to that like bagel place we had gone to a the 50 dollar bagel place right um the day before and so ian was like oh can we go back there and get some breakfast and we were like sure and my so it's like what is that it's like 10 30 or something at this point no maybe 10 45 and i have to be my train leaves at like 11 56 or something and so i'm like oh we probably have time and so then we go to the bagel we like go put our stuff down and then we go to the bagel place we order our bagels and the bagels take a long time mm-hmm. um and then so i'm starting to brick it a little bit and so then we're walking back and i'm like okay i have like literally just enough time and so i was like oh ian go get your car and i'll like get all the stuff and then we can meet you and so then I don't know what was going on, but Ian took like a good like seven, eight to 10 minutes getting his car. And I was like, I don't exactly know what caused all that. But anyway, and then we like go and load up his car and he has to go like, go to the bathroom. And I was like, OK. And then <laughs> we drive to the uh, train station and i'm like literally so my train had been delayed for like seven minutes or something and so i was like oh perfect amount of time and then the train is like oh actually just kidding we're like gonna be arriving at like 11:58, so it was only like a two minute delay and so i'm literally Ooh. like walking in it said it's new like departure time was 1201 i'm literally walking into the station at 11:59, and this this is a gripe with amtrak because okay. Amtrak, like, they don't, like, or the stations or whatever, they don't update, like, their signage. And so my train said, like, oh, status departed. And I was like, oh, what the? And then I was like, I, like, hesitated for a minute. And then I, like, went down to the platform. And I'm like, well, since it was delayed, it might be, like, it might still be there. But it might just say departed because they haven't, like, switched in the system. 
And mm-hmm. I go down to the platform. The train is literally like pulling out of the station. Like I'm watching no. the train I was supposed to be on, like go like literally right away. And I'm like, and it's so like, it's so frustrating because it's like literally if one thing had taken one minute quicker, like you would have made it. <laughs> I would have made the train two minutes. Like if like one thing, if we like hadn't hit a red light, like if we had hit one less red light, if we had like, that's, that's like really bothersome. Oh boy. And anyway, and I was bragging about the good deal I got on tickets because both my tickets to get there and back were $9. Um, $9 a piece. Amazing deal. Um, And then my ticket to go home was more expensive than that. It still wasn't as expensive as if I had driven my car and parked for two days plus the gas it would have taken to go back and forth. But yeah, it was superfluous in a time where my bills have already been affected. So, and so, of course. And then I, I get to the station and my mom was going to pick me up. And then she texted me and be like, I can't pick you up anymore. Can you Uber home from the station? And I was like, okay, I guess. And so then I get home and I call an Uber up. I get inside this Uber and I'm like, okay, everything's fine. And then I realize the car like looks fine, but there's some stuff going on with the engine girl. Like the oh. brakes are like every time we're like stopping, it's like a, uh, 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 kind of thing going on. Like, oh, I don't know girl. if the guy was like doing that or like, I don't know why you would do that as an Uber driver. Um, also, it was making <laughs> some like weird ass noises. Like, it didn't, I was fully like, oh, what is going to happen with this? <laughs> um, and, but I did, I did make it home safely. Okay. Uh, fortunately. Um, but, yeah, so my journey home on Sunday was not the most glamorous thing I've ever been through in my entire life. We'll say spooky. that. But yeah. um, yeah. little spooky. And that's why So jump scare. It's quite aptly named in this program that Beck and I have Second produced and created yeah. the format for. Yeah. Um, and so that was my jump scare. But Becca, what even was your jump scare this week? So my jump scare is just like a little baby one. Um, and that is that since the weather has been so nice, uh-huh. something that I kind of forgot about that happens is like that ice cream truck comes out. <gasps> oh, you have an ice cream truck? So, yeah. And it goes around the neighborhood in which I usually take my walks in. Mm-hmm. So I encounter it actually a fair amount. Um, and the driver of the ice cream truck... I don't know. He just keeps waving at me in like a way that is just creeping me out so hard. Ew. Yeah. And also the um music of the truck. Usually it's like da 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 da, da ice cream now. Mm. Yummy, yummy. But this one is like ding dong ding. Like the most haunting, like creepy oh. carnival music ever. It's like it's like so haunted. I honestly don't believe if it's a true ice cream truck or if it's just like, I don't know. Drugs. Maybe I'm coming into my mediumship. Literally. You're like, I don't have a good feeling about it. I don't. I've heard ice cream truck sounds where it's um when the saints go marching in. Fair so he's enough. not hot. Not at all, Ugh. dude. So disappointing, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just too bad. It's just too bad. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, 
And ice cream is the thing that's supposed to bring joy to people. Exactly. This guy's creeping me the freak out, dude. Uh huh. So just well, be careful. Yeah, be careful out year. there. If somebody has ice cream, do not accept ice cream from strangers. Never. Unless you're paying them for it. Then right. usually it's okay. Yeah, exactly. A fair, a fair payment. Barter don't, economy. Don't take anything too cheap. Oh, I bartered with someone the other day. <gasps> I forget, but I, I was like, oh my god, economy. I've been acting the barter. Yeah. Uh, once I remember what it was, I have to let you know. I think we might have been talking about it. It might have been with us. We talked, but then I remember being like, "Oh, Quinn, I just talked about this, and I am bartering." Uh, I'm bartering. Right hey guys, we need to start trading goods and services for when the money system eventually collapses, and all we have left is exactly. cash. Yeah. Yep. And I'm gonna and have so Kim's much. Cash. <laughs> of course. And Ulta course. rewards points. What is <laughs> Ulta point loyalty Ulta points. Ulta yeah. loyalty points. <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Alrighty. Well, you know, that's our scary. That's our not great. Now we move on to the medic pixie moment, which is something that was so sly, so incredible, so uh-huh. amazing that we just uh-huh. like couldn't we just like couldn't quite believe it. So exactly. Queen, what was it for you this week? So the second night when we did Taylor Swift karaoke, mm-hmm. people were like, Oh, what are we singing at Taylor Swift karaoke? And I said, Mary's song. That's what I'm gonna sing. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like the question kept getting asked because my friend Kat like kept posing the question of like, oh, what are we gonna sing? And I'm like, I'm not sure why you weren't listening or maybe you didn't take <laughs> it seriously or I don't, know. I don't know what's going on. But I said I was gonna sing Mary's song, and mm-hmm. so I'm that's gonna do just that. <laughs> gonna be what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not a liar. When have I ever lied in my life? Um, literally uh, never. And so. I was like, okay, but I did have my concerns. You know, it's a debut. It's a debut track. It's a little bit of a B side mm-hmm. off Taylor Swift's debut, and so I was like, okay, a classic though. Yeah, and then I like so I we get to the bar and we like wrote it down on the slips, and then I turned my slip in first out of the group, and I was like, okay, well, I wanted to kind of wait until more people showed up, but luckily more people did show up by the time it started, but people like everybody else went before me like i'm pretty sure all of you sang before me even though you had turned mm-hmm. your slips after me and so i was like yeah what's going on does he not have mary's song in the system and then scary next up quinn and then he- i was like yeah actually yeah <laughs> you better so believe then it. i go up and then the little little guitar riff starts and people are like oh my god there were some mary song enjoyers in the crowd yes and there I would were the say words, most people yeah the words on the screen were too and i think people appreciated that i was doing a deeper cut mm-hmm. um, most certainly and then i sang it out i did a little i did so i like to do a little crowd work with karaoke sometimes i'm speaking into the mic i'm adding yeah. things um, I also did this little, I can't remember what it was exactly, but I put my own sauce on one of the lines a little bit. And I was like, that was kind of good. Um, <laughs> okay. And, but yeah, I just felt accepted by the community in that moment. And um, Swifties really had my back in a moment where I wasn't sure if they were going to. And I just find that's like so beautiful about the community. Like, no, like it's so true. Like you guys are my best friends in this whole room. And like, I love you. Anyway. No, you're so right though. Like it, the energy in the room, like was electric again. It was a good. It was a small. It was a small but mighty crowd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll say that much. No, yeah, and vibes of karaoke. I've never been to a karaoke where, well, Becca's been booed off the stage of karaoke famously, but I've never been to karaoke <clears throat> where the vibes were like rancid. 
Right, right. Yeah. Like usually people are just right. trying to have a good time, but I can't I know that I know my experience isn't everyone's experience. I'll say that. Yeah. It's just I think if you catch tequila cowboy on the wrong day, like you're just gonna run into some um people who don't really appreciate the art of karaoke. So. Literally. It is what it is. They don't know no better, but yeah. Anyway, no time to focus on that because Beckett is time to share your manifesting mm. moment of the work. Yeah. So what even was that this week? So this may seem like a jump scare at first, but I'm actually gonna t- just like Take look at it journey. in a positive yeah. light. Yeah. Um, and this actually happened before the weekend, so I substituted last week, and um, something so goofy happened at when I was at the high school substituting. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And as I had this like free period, and I was being so sweet, and I went down to the office first, and I was like, "Hey, like I have this free period. Do you want me to fill in anywhere?" And they were like, "No, but we just love you. Like you're so sweet and so cool." And I was like, "Thank you so much." And then um, I went to the teachers' lounge then, which uh-huh. I'm allowed to go to. Yeah. Because I was like, it's my prep. It's my prep period. I'm going to go check. My prep period. My prep. Um, I'm prepping my TikTok. (laughs) You better believe it. (laughs) So what did I do but um, sit there? And then I was kind of like alone in there. And then a Mm -hmm. woman barges in and she was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And so then I was like, oh, I'm just like sitting here. (laughs) What's going on? And then, like, I kind of, like, sh- like dangled out my, like, substitute badge. And she she was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were a student. She said you look 14 or 7 or something. Exactly. And so I was like, oh, my God, I'm just so young and gorgeous. Like, they wouldn't Literally. even know. Um, yeah. And then that was actually confirmed today when at work at Ulta Beauty, a woman came up to me and out of nowhere it just goes well don't you look about 11 years old <laughs> I, said, I said ma'am i'm a professional and i'm actually 16 thank you so much <laughs> exactly no but like, like my driver's license last week always talked about i don't really know the words that song shout out to her though anyway so i'm so youthful um, it was also matched with a great energy when I <laughs> fully got checked out by one of my old teachers at the high school. And I was like, oh, wow. A lot of people, and I don't know if they're ever like actually being sincere, but there are a lot of like OnlyFans people who make like TikToks being like, there's like that whole, there, there's like the sound that they were all doing. It's like, don't mind me just watching. Don't mind me just watching. And it was like me after starting an OnlyFans and I'll be like, oh, my old teachers, kids who used to bully me. And I was like, mm. yeah, this particular he had teacher you, like, is in class. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> so. We'll see. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. You're shipping Ari and Ezra all of a sudden. <laughs> I always shipped them, and then <laughs> I realized it was wrong later in life. You said I had to realize I was poisoned. <laughs> yeah, poisoned in the brain. Yeah. Um, must be worms guys... on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> worms on the brain. That would be a great karaoke, and you change the words. Must no, be no worms warning. on the brain. You get up, and you're like doing a parody in real time. Yeah, exactly. It'll be so confusing and cool. Literally. Mm. 
yeah but yeah so i'm 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 just so such a baby face and it's something that that's so interesting because you do cover your tattoos like at the school right a little bit right well like mostly but there are a lot of high school children who have tattoos, tattoos yeah. yeah kids in like my middle school had tattoos yeah some of them it's crazy i think in pennsylvania you can be 14 and just have your parent with you and you can mm-hmm. get one so mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting for sure yeah so they were like but it would be kind of impressive for i i mean obviously your arms like weren't like out out but like when becca's arms are out she has like a lot of tattoos yeah so many it would just mm-hmm. be like where how would a child get like the finances how would a child accumulate that yeah but how did i even get the that's something the- i never understand about tattoos like i feel like i don't think about the fact that tattoos cost money yeah i don't really think and about actually, it too until they're quite i'm there expensive yeah from what i understand yeah thank god i had my little like friend at school that would like you know tattoo charge you me not so much yeah because she, she became my friend over time literally um i've gotten a fair amount of f- free tattoos as well but yeah they're so expensive it's crazy mm-hmm. but it is permanent so you do want it to be good so i get it yeah exactly yeah uh, so you know yeah guys yeah it's just so weird when we do these because like it's like we've <laughs> been doing no, we've, we just we've talk been about... talking for 10 whole minutes but it's like we're, we've already come to the end of our program exactly the um, program and by 10 minutes we mean an hour because we don't we don't we don't have the same concept of time as some other people <laughs> oh no our program it's ended it's ended <laughs> um well not quite yet because becca if people want to follow you, how can they do so these days? They can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart, mm-hmm. TikTok, where y'all going during Word Worth 3, Twitter and Spotify, Beck's Gloss. And they can also find me, <laughs> Quinn, where can people keep up with you individually if they are so inclined? You can find me at Quinn P. Murphy on both Instagram and TikTok. And you can find me at Quinn P. Murphy underscore on Twitter. And you can also find me at at Becca. Where can people follow the show? Where can people follow the show if they want to keep up with the comings and goings of MPJ? Oh, well, they can follow at Medic Pixie Jumpscare on Instagram tiktok and youtube where we post the podcast at length and video form usually it's gotten a lot better lately guys yes by lately we mean last week yes and that is something guys i think we might have turned the corner more on that next week but of course of course if Um, nothing more interesting happens in my life which guys (laughs) is very possible (laughs) certainly possible actually stay home son life is not that interesting (laughs) turns out turns out um and then, guys, please email in at medicpcjumpscare at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And um, just remember, it's all, yeah, it's all up from here. <laughs> and if it's up, then it's stuck. We're oh, Quinn. Oh, <laughs> and we're Becca. Becca. And, and thank you. Thank for listening. That's interesting. Manic Pixie Jumpscare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. 
Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.